You are listening to Sparking Wholeness with Erin Carey, where we talk about all things related to nutrition for mind, body, and soul. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Sparking Wholeness. This is Erin Carey, and I am sitting down with Jillian Smith. She is a registered dietitian with a special focus in functional medicine for the gut. She is the lead dietitian for Gut Personal, whose unique personalized approach to wellness involves customized supplements, gut testing, and health coaching to help you achieve lasting relief. Her passion is to uncover the root cause of gut issues and get rid of symptoms for good. For years, Jillian bounced through doctor's appointments, completing lab work and other tests just to be told that everything looked, air quotes, normal through the right testing, proper nutrition, personalized lifestyle, and supplement interventions. She now helps clients heal their gut and experience life symptom-free. So Jillian, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk all things gut health with you today. I love all things gut health. And I really, you know, we were talking before we started the recording and I want to kick things off just to talk about kids gut health, because I don't know if we touch on that enough. I think a lot of parents have this thought that, well, my kids are fine. They don't, you know, they're young and resilient and it's just going to get worse as they age, but they're fine right now. Can you break down maybe some myths and misunderstandings about gut health for kids? Awesome. So I'm so glad that you brought up this question because kids gut health is super, super important. And it's not a topic that we're always talking about. The thing with kids and their gut health is our microbiome is really established with our first few years of life. That means that the first few years of your kiddo's life is really, really important for helping to set them up for a healthier future. We know now just how important good gut health is and how it impacts so many different systems in the body, not just our digestive health, but it helps with our mental health, our cognition, our hormone health, our stress resiliency. So many things are impacted by good gut health. And so when we're talking about kids and gut health, there's a lot of things that as mamas and parents can do to help support our kids and help set them up for a healthier future. That's awesome. Yeah. So what would you say specifically? I mean, cause I know for me as a mom, I have one child who struggled with stomach issues that were mystery stomach issues that went on for a long time from the time she was probably three all the way until I discovered probiotics actually. And I discovered that on my own, nobody told me about, you know, we went to the GI doctor, didn't get any answers. And so that was a really big starting point for us, but I know it's very individualized. And so what are some symptoms that kids are struggling with that could use some targeted support? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you think about kids, they're exposed to a lot of antibiotics, right? I remember when I was a kid, I was on antibiotics all of the time and given the research wasn't quite there yet on just how impactful antibiotics can be to your beneficial bacteria, not always in the best ways. And I just remember my gut was hammered with antibiotics when I was a child. And I think that that's changing a little bit, but it's still definitely a thing. You know, kids get sick, their immune systems are still developing. They're still trying to build up those aminoglobulins. And so when they get sick, many times we are put on antibiotics and that of course impacts the microbiome, which brings up probiotics, probiotics, can be so, so helpful for helping to mitigate some of those harmful effects of antibiotics on our beneficial bacteria. 
what antibiotics are going to do. They'll go in and they'll clear out that bad bacteria that we want to get rid of, but in the wake, they'll also clear out some of the good guys. So bringing in a good probiotic into your kiddos wellness routine is a really, really good idea. Even if they're not taking probiotics or I'm sorry, antibiotics, just because those probiotics are going to help support the beneficial bacteria as a whole. A lot of kiddos can get a lot of symptoms like tummy troubles. Constipation is a big one that I see. What mm-hmm. some parents don't realize is even things like difficulty concentrating in school or trouble sleeping at night or feeling anxious. All of these are symptoms that can be traced back down to the gut. So I do work with a lot of moms and their kids and helping them get better sleep at night focusing better in school by addressing their gut health because of that powerful gut brain connection. It's also interconnected. So helping with the gut, not only will help with their digestive health, it'll help with so many other things as well. Yeah, that's really good. And I, you know, and I do think that for so many people who struggle with anxiety, they also struggle with gut issues. There seems to be such a connection between IBS and anxiety. And would you say the same is true for kids? Because we're seeing a big increase in uh, in anxiety. So also maybe a bigger increase in gut issues. 100%. And I love that you brought that up. And, you know, just with the whole, the global pandemic, a lot of increase of anxiety in kids, especially And the thing with anxiety and gut health, it can be a little bit of chicken and the egg situation. It's like, is the anxiety causing the gut issues or the gut issues causing the anxiety? Mm -hmm. Answer Mm -hmm. is it's a little bit of both. And so really where we can interject, I always like to interject with the gut health, helping to support the microbiome within our microbiome, all that beneficial bacteria, it makes up upwards of 95% of our serotonin levels. Serotonin is our happy hormone. It makes us feel good. It reduces anxiety. And so you can imagine if your gut health is off, you don't have a lot of that beneficial bacteria. That's absolutely going to be impacting your cognition, your mood, your anxiety levels, and just how you're feeling during the day. And so by helping out the beneficial bacteria, that's when we can see big shifts in mental wellness as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so good. And so for parents who are listening, where do they get started? How do they, what, what do they do? Yeah. So I am a supplement gal. I do love supplements, but also there's so many things that we can do with just nutrition and lifestyle, things that are totally free, little micro shifts that can make a really big difference. So whenever I'm working with my moms, I'm always encouraging them to start with the basics, start with nutrition, trying to get in, of course, more of those vegetables. We all know, eat your veggies, but it really is important because it's those vegetables that will be feeding the microbiome. The key here, and this can sometimes be tricky with moms with kids who are a bit more picky eaters, but the key is to get in a wide variety of different plant foods. So trying to get outside of just the same five to 10 vegetables that your kiddo knows and loves and eats, and maybe sneaking in some other things. I love to recommend doing smoothies because smoothies are a really easy way to sneak in some maybe different sort of vegetables that your kid doesn't normally eat, but bringing in different fibers will feed different beneficial bacteria in the gut. So that's really helpful bringing in some probiotic rich foods. So you can supplement with probiotics, but you can also get probiotics via food. So things like yogurt, things like sauerkraut, kimchi, miso, those are all really rich in probiotics. And that can help reseed the beneficial bacteria in your kiddos gut health. And then of course, doing some more of the lifestyle things, you know, getting them outside, letting them get their hands dirty in the dirt. All of those things are exposing them to different bacteria 
and different microbes that are in the environment that help reseed their internal microbiome and helps their gut health and supports their benefit and supports their overall health for the future as well. So you brought up a really good point right there. Are we over sanitizing our environment with antimicrobials? Great question. It's a controversial <laughs> one. It is. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say it. I think so. I really, really do. And, you know, and I think with the, the whole pandemic, it's a hard dance. It's a hard balance. And I see both sides, of course, but being a gut health practitioner, I know that the microbes in our environment, they are really important for our microbiome and being constantly sanitizing everything. This is like a low dose anti uh, biotic that we're putting into our environment, but then we're touching with our skin and bringing into our bodies. We're killing off even our beneficial bacteria by having a lot of these antimicrobial cleaning supplies everywhere, hand sanitizers all the time. And so I do think that it's a happy medium. Mm -hmm. Some is totally okay, but I do think that there could be an upper limit where maybe we're doing it too, too much and we're not doing any favors for our gut health. Yeah, I think that that's such a good point. And I, you know, and I think we have to also keep in mind that a lot of our food contains antibiotics now, right? Like a lot of the animal products have antibiotics there. And so that's just another source where we're wiping out those gut bugs. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's really everywhere. And that's why I think supplementing with some good probiotics is important just nowadays our poor gut health takes a beating, you know, it's getting a hit from every direction, from our environment to the food we're eating. So the water we're drinking, you know, even in our water supply, there can be chlorine, which that in and of itself is a low dose antibiotic. Mm, yeah. And so we're constantly exposed to all of these different things. Um, you know, without even talking about all the stressors that, you know, kind of come up and build more into adulthood, but the constant stressors of our everyday lives that takes a beating at our gut health. And so doing anything that we can, even just those small micro shifts in our daily lives can make a really big difference. Yeah. Now let's talk about allergies, especially with kids. You know, I hear a lot of parents, you know, they don't want to give a lot of the over the counter allergy medications because of symptoms such as drowsiness. And some kids just have irritability symptoms, brain fog. You know, there's a whole host of things that can happen, especially in kids. So where does gut health play a role in allergy symptoms? a huge role. So our gut health is home to our immune system. Over 70% of our immune system does reside in our gut. And our immune system is responsible for creating those allergy symptoms. So when we're coming into allergens in our environment, so whether that be you know pollen that's in the air, pet dander that's in the house, and it's creating this histamine response, your body creates these things called histamines, which is triggering those symptoms. And when the system is too overloaded, your immune system can't keep those histamines under control. That's when we can see a big uproar in those symptoms and can feel really uncomfortable and just super frustrating. So whenever we're talking about a lot of allergy issues, we have to talk about gut health because that's where our immune system lies. But what's interesting, there's some opportunistic species of bad bacteria that actually create histamines in the body. So if you have imbalances within your gut, like too much bad bacteria, not enough of the good guys, then you're also going to be creating your own histamines inside of your body, which is just another drop in the bucket. Now our beneficial bacteria, they play a big role in breaking down those histamines. So supporting overall gut health, helping out your immune system will help your body better deal with those histamines, break them up, clear them out of your system so that you're not having all those symptoms. 
you brought up a good point with all those over-the-counter antihistamines. The issue with some of those is, yes, they'll go into your body. They're going to block those histamine receptors, which means you're not going to be getting any of those symptoms. However, you're still going to have the histamines circulating in your system. That's what's causing the brain fog, the fatigue, why you might just lack energy and not feel well. So with our company, we actually do have a histamine support product that goes in and breaks up the histamines because you don't just want to block them. You actually want to clear them out of your system. That's how you can get rid of those allergy symptoms while not getting those pesky side effects of feeling tired and brain fogged. Ooh, okay. Well, now I'm excited to hear about this histamine blocking because uh, one of the reasons I know a lot of adults and they don't know it and kids too, possibly, I mean, I think maybe this is something that happens over time, but I think a lot of people can respond poorly to histamines in food, right? And histamines, things like leftovers, things like um, even sometimes the fermented products that we want to use because it's helpful, things like bone broth, all these things that we're told our great healthy things could be producing histamine overload in our bodies for sensitive people, not for everybody. So what can maybe, can you touch on that for a little bit? Cause it's not yeah. something we talk about a lot. And I know we haven't talked about it a lot on this, this show. Yes, absolutely. So thinking about histamines, they're everywhere in our environment, right? I was even just talking about how your bacteria in your gut can produce histamine. (laughs) And so it's easy for sensitive people to get really overloaded. And that's when you can experience a lot of symptoms. And like you were saying, you can get histamines via food. So I always say, think about those like aged fermented foods, Mm -hmm. like a charcuterie board is just a pot full of histamines. Love (laughs) me a good charcuterie board. So some of these foods, they build up in histamines. When you eat them, you're adding to that histamine load in the body. Now, if you're already overloaded with histamines, think about like water in a bucket. It's going to overflow. Once it overflows, that's when you can have symptoms. So you can take things like different supplements that can break up the histamines in the body. So that can be really, really helpful to help reduce that overall load. Definitely working on your gut health, clearing out bad bacteria that's producing it boosting up your beneficial bacteria. That's going to help clear it. Your beneficial bacteria is also what's really helpful for your immune system. And if your immune system is rocking and rolling, you won't have as much of an issue with histamines. So doing some of these other um, practices to kind of help reduce the overlook the overall load on the body can help so that you can enjoy things like a charcuterie board, a glass of wine, a cup of bone broth, and not have an immediate histamine reaction to it. Mm -hmm. I know for me, it shows up on my skin when I have had histamine overload, I can tell, and I see it's almost like I have an allergic reaction on my face. And so the skin tells a story with what's happening in the gut as well. So I'd love to hear more about the skin gut connection from you. Oh my goodness. One of my favorite topics. Let's talk about it. So there is a huge connection between our gut health and our skin health. I always describe it like your skin is a window to what's going on on the inside. So I work with a lot of women who struggle with just frustrating, stubborn skin issues, things like acne, rosacea, eczema, psoriasis, All of these things are directly linked back to your gut health. So we can be spending all the money on expensive creams and topicals, and they may not move the needle because the issue is coming from the inside. Mm -hmm. So I always encourage women and men who are struggling with skin issues to take a look at their gut health because it's oftentimes the root cause 
to skin issues. So there's a few different ways in which our gut health will be impacting our skin health. The histamine reaction, like you were just describing, that's a big one. Another big one that I find is too much bad bacteria in the gut. So what can happen is if we have too much of the bad guys, too little of the good guys, we get what's known as dysbiosis, basically just means imbalances with the bacteria in the gut. And this is super, super common in just modern age with modern lifestyle, modern diet, all of these things that we were talking about, just punching at your gut health all day long can create this dysbiosis. All of this bad bacteria, it creates a lot of inflammation in the body. This inflammation can then manifest up on the skin. So that's one really big common root cause that I see for skin issues. Another one is leaky gut. Maybe you've heard of leaky gut before. It's basically when there's contents, food particles, bad bacteria, toxins that you don't want getting outside of your GI tract. It's able to escape, hits your bloodstream, and then it's kind of in circulation throughout your body. Once it's in circulation, it can be causing all this inflammation, causing, you know, a ruckus throughout the body, and then it needs to get out somewhere. So it's going to go to your body's largest organ, which is our skin. So again, you can start seeing skin issues show up in that way as well. So one of the best things that we can do for overall health, as well as our skin health is getting rid of bad bacteria in the gut, supporting our microbiome and healing up our gut lining so that we can reduce the overall load of inflammation in the body, which for many people can then manifest as skin issues. Yeah. And so even getting back to that, you know, kids health connection, I know a lot of parents have children with eczema. And when I hear of eczema, especially childhood eczema, I think immediately in my head, I'm like, Oh, gut, it's a gut health thing. It's there's something going on in the gut, but what is that going? On? I mean, is it this dysbiosis thing you're talking about? Do kids, can kids really have leaky gut that early in life? They absolutely can definitely can for sure. And many times when I'm seeing it with kiddos, I'm thinking the immune response. So anytime the immune system is stimulated, it creates this inflammatory cascade in the body, which is normal. That's what we want to happen. Whenever, you know, our body comes into contact with a bad bacteria or a virus, we want our immune system to go at work and fire all these inflammatory cytokines at that bad bacteria to kill it. So it doesn't make us sick. But the problem is, is if this is happening ongoing and the immune system is kind of in overdrive and it's constantly reacting, then this is going to cause just an overall inflammatory load on the body. And when we're talking about inflammation in the body, I always describe it that it can look different for everybody. And it's typically going to go to your unique leak, weakest link. So for many people, that's their skin. So high inflammation, overactivation of the immune system can show up as skin issues. Some people it's joint pain. Some people it's digestive issues. Some people it's brain fog or hormone issues. So it can really show up as a lot of different things, which is why sometimes the word inflammation can be confusing. But whenever I'm thinking about eczema, especially in kiddos, I'm thinking about what's their immune response doing. And as we know, the immune lives in the gut. So we got to talk about gut health. And if we can settle down the immune system, you know, reduce those over activation responses that the inflammation is under, then we can really see a lot of improvements in eczema, psoriasis, even things like allergies, you know, kids are coming up with more and more food allergies all the time. Again, that's an immune thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There has been such an increase in all of that. And I know a lot of parents are concerned. And so this is really, really helpful information. I hate to interrupt today's episode, but I have an important question for the listeners. What are you making for dinner tonight? 
Contrary to popular belief, healthy eating does not have to be complicated or boring. Children and adults can learn that food is fun, delicious, and makes us feel better even when it's not pizza. I know we all kind of like pizza too. But if you are looking for the ultimate resource to help your family eat healthier, nutrient-dense foods to fire up those neurotransmitters to improve brain health, to improve energy function, then look no further. My friend, pediatrician, Dr. Alina Oltiano and I have come up with a recipe book just for you. It's called Brain Food for the Whole Family and it is available now on Amazon. Get that recipe book and I guarantee it's going to give you some practical tips and tools that you and your kids will enjoy. It's filled with really colorful pictures and descriptions of what our bodies need to function best and my kids love it. I ran it by them first and they love it. They love learning about how foods make them feel. I will drop the link in the show notes. Now back to the show. Let's talk a little bit more about constipation because I think this is probably one of the top complaints I hear from parents about their kids, especially as they get older and they're not really checking on their bowel habits anymore. You know, it's like, have you pooped today? And the kids are like, I don't know. I think I pooped like two days ago, but it's like, you know, then parents get freaked out. My kid's not pooping. So what, what is that about? Yes. Yep. Constipation. It's a big issue for kids and adults and constipation. It can become a real issue. When it comes to bowel movements, we want to make sure that we're going one to three times per day. That's the goal. So if you're not pooping every single day, if your kiddo's not pooping every single day, then we want to go in and make some changes because that would be considered constipation. And so constipation can really happen from a number of different things. Of course, our diet impacts our bowel movements and the frequency of it our physical activity throughout the day, our stress levels. That's a really, really big one that I'm working on with my clients. Um, And then any sort of issues with our gut health. So if we have, again, too much bad bacteria, not enough of the good guys, this can kind of slow things down. There can also be issues with, you know, we can talk about the the thyroid issues that slows Mm -hmm. things down. Hormones play a big role in it. So there's a lot of different factors that can be impacting bowel movements. One of my favorite recommendations though, to help make sure not only you, but also your kids are pooping every day is bringing in a good magnesium supplement. It's one of my favorite hacks. And I have hacks for days when it comes to constipation, because I myself struggled with it when I had really terrible gut health issues. And so I have tools for days on it, but truly what I find one of the most impactful needle moving tips for making sure that you're having a daily complete bowel movement is a magnesium supplement and magnesium is safe for kids. So this is another one that I encourage a lot of my moms to get their kids on a good magnesium supplement. You can get it in powdered form, add it into their smoothies, just into water. And not only is that going to help with their bowel regularity, magnesium is also really great for cognition, brain health, Mm -hmm. nervous system. So it can help a lot of different things as well. I love magnesium. That is one of my favorite things <laughs> to recommend my favorite things to take. And my kids, everybody in my family takes it except for maybe my 18 year old, because, well, she just likes to not listen to the things that I have to say, but, um, yes, magnesium is so important and it is involved in so many processes in the body. And so I'm so glad that you touched on that. And okay. So let's get into more. Cause I want to ask a little bit about gut personal, but before I do, Just from your perspective, what would you say are like, just give me like five of the most common triggers that are harming our gut health? Oh, great question. I got to say, number one is stress. 
stress is such a biggie. And, you know, the advice to just manage your stress, such annoying advice. And we hear it all the time. We know that stress isn't good for us, but really stress is not good for us, especially when it comes to our gut health. And so with our modern lifestyle, I mean, stress is everywhere. It could be physical stressors like a gut infection pathogen that's living in your gut. It could be emotional stressors like a global pandemic. It could be stress from your work, from your family, from your kids. It doesn't matter what it is. Your body responds to it in all the same ways. And it really takes a beating at our gut health. And so one of the best things that we can do for our gut health is being mindful of our stress. And I always tell my clients, it's not a matter of eliminating stress from your life because that's impossible. That's never going to happen. Instead, what the goal is, is to figure out how to recalibrate from stress to being able to recognize, of, oh, wow, my nervous system is really revved up right now. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling frazzled. I'm feeling overwhelmed. Being able to recognize it and then having tools to be able to recalibrate yourself and kind of bring yourself back down to base. Because the more skilled that we can get at that, that's really will make a massive change in not only your gut health, but your overall health as well. So I would say stress is the number one biggie that I see harming our gut health. Number two, diet, the standard American diet. It's not great for our gut health. So we've really in the past few decades, we've gotten away from a lot of those more whole food types of dietary sources. So whenever I'm saying whole foods, I'm meaning foods that are coming from the ground as close to their natural state as possible. That's what we want to aim for. The standard American diet is really void of that. It's much higher in the processed foods, higher in sugars, artificial sweeteners, which are not good for your gut either. Mm -hmm. Um, Higher in the unhealthy fats, the vegetable oils, it's very low in fiber. Fiber is what we need to feed our beneficial bacteria. So diet is another one that can really pack a big punch to our gut health. And if we can start making little micro changes in our nutrition, trying to get more back to the whole foods, eating lots of colorful fruits and vegetables, grains, nuts and seeds, and trying to get away from a lot of those artificial sweeteners, processed foods can make a big difference for your gut health as well. I'm so glad you touched on artificial sweeteners because did you see that recent study that popped up about sucralose or Splenda as I used to, I mean, I used to put it in my coffee years ago, every morning thinking that this was the healthier choice, but now we're finding out it, it harms our DNA. right? It's crazy. It's crazy. Welcome to the world of nutrition. I mean, it's such a young study still, you know, we're learning more and more about nutrition all of the time. And it wasn't too long ago that artificial sweeteners were thought of to be the healthier option. Mm -hmm. And now we're starting to learn that that's not necessarily true. And I am definitely in the camp of pulling out artificial sweeteners as much as possible completely if you're able to, because it does, it impacts, like you said, the DNA damage is that's a huge study that just came out and it's fascinating. I've been reading up for years on how it impacts the microbiome. It really decreases our beneficial bacteria and it stimulates inflammation in the body, which that really harms the microbiome as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm always telling my clients, 
bunch of added sugar in your diet, it's not great for you either. But to be honest, I'd rather you have a little bit of the real deal sugar over the artificial stuff any day of the week. I say the exact same thing. It's so it's crazy too, because it is contrary to what we were told for so long. But I know for me, when I finally eliminated artificial sweeteners, and at some point, I think I was at somebody gave me, it was like an energy drink or something. I was on a run or one of those, whatever electrolyte type of deals. And it had sucralose in it. I had the worst migraine for 24 hours when I added that back back in. And I didn't realize that that was a migraine trigger for me. And I had migraines for so long and never really connected that that was probably one of the things. And that is in those low carb tortillas. It is in a whole lot of kids food. It's in yogurt. It's in those fair life protein shakes. I mean, it is in everything. So this is really, it's so important to check labels. And like you said, go to whole food sources as much as possible because you can't go wrong there. Exactly. Yes. Sucralose. It's in everything. I always tell my clients be really mindful of those health type foods. So even things like protein powders, energy bars, protein bars, Mm -hmm. anything that's labeled as sugar-free, that should be a little red flag. Like, I'm going to check out the ingredients list because if it's something that is meant to taste good, like if it's a dessert or like a chocolatey protein powder, and they're saying that it's sugar-free, they're sweetening it with something. So you want to go in and take a little peek at the ingredients list, make sure that there's no of those artificial sweeteners, like the sucralose. And if there is put it back and look for a different option. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's really important. And it's just, we have to read the ingredients. So many people for years were focused on the nutrition facts only, but the ingredients is really the place to start. I think, especially for gut health, that's where we're going to get a lot of those fillers and gums and carrageenan and all of those things that we need to watch out for. Absolutely. And our food supply, it's jam packed with those type of things nowadays. And that's why, like you said, going to more of the whole foods, you don't even need to worry about it. You know, Mm -hmm. I always tell my clients, look for foods that don't have an ingredients list. You know, if it doesn't have an ingredients list, you're good to go. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So good. So tell me a little bit about gut personal and, and what you guys are doing there. Yeah. So gut personal, we're a personalized supplement company, but we're also a functional medicine practice. So not only do we work with clients, I do a lot of testing, gut testing, hormone testing, nutrient level testing. And I work with clients for an extended period of time on just helping them feel better, rebalance their gut. But we also have a supplement line and the supplement supplement line came about a year and a half ago. So it's relatively still new. And it came from myself, who's the lead dietitian for the company and our founder, we're both functional medicine dietitians. We are both seeing clients for years and we just see more and more women and men, but we work mostly with women struggling with gut health issues. And what many people don't realize is that gut health issues can look like digestive symptoms, like bloating, constipation, diarrhea, but it can also look like anxiety, depression, skin issues, autoimmune conditions. And we're seeing an uptick. More and more people are struggling with these things. And so when you're working with clients, there's a limit on how many clients you can work with at one time. That's why we came out with the supplement side of the company. And really the whole goal of the supplement side is helping to connect consumers with personalized supplements because personalization is really something that's missing in the supplement industry. And 
And many times people can feel like they're just wasting time, money, energy on supplements that maybe their girlfriend's taking, someone at work is taking, and it just doesn't do anything for them. And they're confused, they're frustrated. And really it's not an issue with nothing's going to work for you. It's an issue with that supplement just wasn't personalized for you. We're all unique individuals. We all have unique things going on inside of our bodies. And so at Gut Personal, you have direct access to our dietitians. We have a free online quiz that people can take to help them get the supplements that they uniquely need for their symptoms so that we can start moving the needle in health and helping people feel better. I love that because there is no one size fits all. We all need something different. And so this is a way to truly personalize it for people. Yes, absolutely. And so many times, I mean, don't we all wish that when it came to health, it was very black and white. Don't we wish it was just one thing worked for everybody. It would make everything mm. so much easier. We'd all be healthy that way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, we're humans, right? Everybody is different. And so being able to help connect people and help them understand and help empower people of what they need for their unique body and addressing their unique root causes to symptoms. That's how we can really start moving the needle and not only just empowering people on taking their health back into their own hands, but really start seeing results and just getting people to feel better. Yeah. Yeah. So how can listeners go and check it out and find what works for them? Absolutely. So on our website, gutpersonal.com, we have our online quiz. We also have a discount code for all of your listeners. So I'm sure you'll link it all in the show notes, but the discount code is sparking. So listeners can try out some supplements. We also have a lot of great resources on the website, different trainings, um, different courses that people can enroll in lots of resources to help empower people on gut health, functional medicine, overall health in general. And I always encourage people to start by taking the quiz. We have a free quiz on the website, takes three minutes. You go through, answer a few questions from your answers. We're able to curate your very own personalized supplement routine. So we'll get you started on the exact probiotic that you need on anything else that your body needs to start healing. And then they can use your discount code to give them a try and start healing. Awesome. So any of these symptoms that we discussed in the episode, it, that will be part of figuring out what, what works for you. 100%. All of those symptoms, if you can relate to any of the things that we touched on in this episode, you have something going on in the gut. So working on your (laughs) gut health will be beneficial for you. We also have an entire kid's line of supplements. That's what I was about to ask. So that's amazing because it's hard to find good quality kids products out there. Absolutely. Yep. We have an entire line of kids supplements that allergy support that I was talking about that's on there. We have Mm. one specifically for kids that's chewables tastes delicious. We have great probiotics for kids. So we got the mamas all hooked up on the website there. And you brought up a good point when it comes to supplements, it's really important to shop for quality. The supplement industry, it's like the wild, wild west, and it's not regulated by the FDA. And so shopping for quality supplements, third-party tested is really, really important. And because our company got personal was built off of functional medicine practitioners, we really care about quality. And I care about what I'm putting into my body. I care about what my clients are putting into their body. I care about what you're putting into your body. So all of our supplements are third-party tested. They go through rigorous testing and they are all practitioner grade. So mamas can feel good about not only shopping for themselves, but for their kiddos as well. 
That's awesome. I'm super excited about the kids products. That's, I mean, I'm, I'm always trying out different things, especially for allergies. Certain times of year, or I live in East Texas. We got a lot of trees and certain times of year are worse than others. Things blooming things, you know? So I know, um, I always hear people going, well, what do I do for my kids for allergies or what do I do for this? So, um, what a great resource. And then people can also do, they can have sessions with you or how does that work? Do they, yeah. or, and your team, how, how, what does that look like? Yep. So we offer complimentary supplement personalization calls with our team of dietitians. So either myself or another dietitian on our team, we actually get on to consult calls with customers who want some advice on supplements. I want to hear your story, what you're struggling with, what some of your big goals are. Do you have kiddos? We'll talk about them, make sure that they're all set up and I'll set you up with a full supplement protocol right there on the call with exactly what you need, when to take it, how much to take. So we offer those complimentary consult calls. And then of course, I also work with clients. So those are the people who want to take it a step further. They want to do testing. They want to dive into their hormone health. That's really where we do um, a lot of private coaching. I also run a gut healing group program. Awesome. Yeah. What kind of tests do you do? Is it like GI map? Is it Dutch? Yeah. Those, what do you use for nutrients? So I do the metabolomics mm -hmm. for the nutrients. I do the GI map for gut testing. And then I do the Dutch test for hormones. Incredible awesome. tests just get us great yeah. data. And I'm so blessed that we have access to these tests nowadays because mm -hmm. we didn't have them back when I was struggling. And I really I wish know. that we did. I know. And, and it's it, even now it is so hard for some people to find somebody who will do these kinds of tests. And so to make them wi widely available is really, really important. So this is, this has been so fun. Now, where can people, and you post some really great stuff on your personal Instagram. So can you share where people can follow you? Because you've got a yeah. great Instagram. Oh, thank you so much. My Instagram is jillianSmith.rd. And come over and say, Hey, I'm on Instagram every single day. That's really the best place to get in contact with me. And I always encourage people to send me a DM. If you resonated with anything in this episode, send me a DM. I'd love to help you out. Listen to what's going on, help your kiddo out on any gut health needs. And thank you so much for having me on your show. Yeah. Thanks again. Oh, you know what? One last question I got to ask. I, it's my favorite thing to ask. And that is, you know, the name of the show is sparking wholeness. So if you could give one piece of advice to spark someone toward wholeness, what would it be? I would say start incorporating a morning routine. I think that that's something that can really make a difference in your overall wholeness and wellness throughout the day. Instead of just waking up to a jarring alarm clock, running out the door to get to work on time, instead carving out some time in the morning for yourself, maybe getting up a little bit earlier so that you have time before your kids wake up, doing something relaxing, avoiding electronics and getting on your phone right away, maybe sipping your coffee, doing some journaling, sitting outside that can really set you up for a successful day and make a really big difference. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a great piece of advice. So thank you so much. Thank you for coming on the show and offering your wisdom and your knowledge and your passion for this topic of gut health. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And it was so much fun. The tiniest spark leads to the biggest blaze. And I hope that today's episode sparks you on a journey to healing and wholeness. Thanks for listening to Sparking Wholeness. For more information on what I do and my coaching programs, or maybe just to reach out and say, hey, find me at sparkingwholeness.com or on Instagram at sparkingwholeness. Have a fabulous week.